chapter 1. 1 Peter chapter 1. The man who has the keys to the kingdom. The one who was a little stubborn to start with. And as Brother Moof was saying this morning, none of you have been that way. <laughs> you know, you just jumped right out there and did everything God asked you to do, you know. <laughs> but uh, not me. <laughs> Amen. I was kind of like Paul. I was kicking against the pricks. <laughs> Amen. But God had a plan. Amen. And he's still got a plan for you. As long as you got life, you'll, you, he's going to accomplish what he says he's going to accomplish in your life. So just hang in there. First Peter chapter 1, starting with verse 17. And if you call on the Father, who without respect a person judge according to every man's work, pass the time of your sojourning here in fear. For as much as you know that you were not redeemed with corruptible things as silver and gold from your vain conversation received by tradition from your fathers, but with the precious blood of Christ as of a lamb without blemish and without spot, who verily was foreordained before the foundation of the world, but was manifest in these last times for you. Who by him do believe in God that raised him up from the dead and gave him glory that your faith and hope might be in God. Seeing you have purified your souls and obeying the truth through the Spirit unto unfeigned love of the brethren, see that you love one another with a pure heart fervently. Being born again, not of corruptible seed, but of incorruptible, by the word of God, which liveth and abideth forever. For all flesh is as grass, and all the glory of man as the flower of grass. The grass withereth, and the flower thereof falleth away. But the word of the Lord endureth forever. And this is the word which by the gospel is preached. Unto you. Amen. And I want to minister to us this day from this thought the incorruptible seed. The incorruptible seed. Father, we love you. We thank you again this morning, Jesus, for your presence. Sweet Holy Spirit, sweet Heavenly Dove, stay here with us and continue to guide us and give me wisdom and knowledge and understanding of your word, O oh God. Recollect my mind and thoughts. To your word, O oh God, and everything that I do, you will receive glory and honor and praise this day in Jesus' name. Amen. And you may be seated. Amen. The incorruptible seed. It's amazing to me as you read and you study your Bibles, and I'm sure you, like me, have come across a lot of things in scriptures, and you stop and you meditate and you and you ponder what is transpiring. But if you ever notice Jesus in the apostles' teachings, you find that they seem to come across a lot of times from a standpoint of agriculture or horticulture, or gardening or farming or cultivating. You, you see, it seems like their audiences at that time must have been a lot of people that was doing those things. And so they was able to relate the gospel from that standpoint. Amen. 
to them through what they were doing. And, and that's one of the most easiest ways to share the gospel of Jesus Christ. Amen. Is what you do uh, on your job. Amen. Others are doing the same thing. And you have to be able to look at to see those points that you can use uh, in a non-threatening way so that you can share with the others, amen, how they can receive the gospel as well. I, I can remember in Okinawa, I had a couple of guys that was uh, ministers in training, and, and every time I would put them up to teach, man, they would be, they would be so fearful. I mean, I mean, they would just was afraid that they was going to make errors, and they would make more errors because they was afraid instead of just doing what they, God was giving them to say. And so finally I asked them one day, I said, okay, tell me what you do on your job. And one guy says, I'm, I'm a uh, a truck mechanic, and the other one says, I'm a jet engine mechanic. I says, okay, this is what I want you to do. Now, when you make your messages, I want you to relate it to jet engines, and I want you to relate yours to how you repair a truck engine and stuff. And and it was amazing that when they came back and they talked, I you know, how they take it apart and what make it operate and, and what, you know, how to use it, you know. And, and when it was all said and done, both of them, you know, at the end they realized that the engine is going to work without the oil. It's not going to run without gas. And at the end they brought their messages into focus of the Holy Ghost. You're not going to run. You're not going to operate without the oil, the Holy Ghost in your life. Amen. You've got to be put together in a certain way, in a certain form. Amen. So that you can operate. Amen. And be able to live according to God's word. Peter says that we are born again. Amen. Not of corruptible seed, but by incorruptible, by the word of God, which liveth uh, and abideth uh, forever. You see, when Jesus talked to Nicodemus, Nicodemus uh, and John 3, he told him, Nicodemus, you must be born again of the water and the spirit. Amen. Jesus here is calling it this new birth or the second birth that you and I must go through. Amen. You see, we was born in the flesh. Uh, and so therefore, to be in the flesh, the Bible tells me in Romans 8, 11, uh, that if I'm in the flesh, I mean, excuse me, Romans 8, 8, uh, that if I'm in the flesh, I cannot please God. Amen. So God knew that in the flesh we could not please Him, and so therefore He had developed a new plan of the new birth so that we could be changed and be renewed. Amen. So that we could become and the spiritual man so that we could worship Him and to become to know Him the way as He is. Amen. So if you've never been baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ uh, by immersion uh, and water, amen, uh, and you have not received the Spirit uh, like the apostles received it uh, on the day of Pentecost, speaking in other tongues uh, as the Spirit of God give the utterance, uh, then you need to ask yourself, why not? Because the promise is to you, to your children, 
to all that are far off, even as many as the Lord our God shall call. Amen. So Peter said, we are born again, not of corruptible seed, but incorruptible seed by the word of God. Amen. And this is the gospel which is preached unto you. Paul says in Romans, I mean, 1 Corinthians 15, moreover, I declare unto you the gospel, how that Jesus Christ died for our sins, that he was buried, and that he rose again the third day, according to Scripture. And he goes on in Romans 6, 1, what shall we say then? Shall we continue in sin, that grace may abound? He says, God forbid, know ye not that so many of us that was baptized into Jesus Christ were baptized into his death. Therefore, we are buried by him with him by baptism, that like if Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, even we shall walk in newness of life. For if we have been planted together in the likeness of his death, we shall be also in the likeness of his resurrection. Amen. So we need to be born again, not of corruptible seed, but by incorruptible, by the word of God, which liveth and abideth forever. Amen. If you've never been born according to the scripture, you're not born again. If you shook a preacher's hands and did not get baptized and did not receive the Holy Ghost, you're not born again. If you filled out a card and says, I'm a part of this church, no, friend, you're not born again. If you says, I'm going to attend this church and I want this to be my church, but you've never been baptized in Jesus' name and you've never received the baptism of the Holy Ghost, you are not born again. The only way you can be born again, Jesus says, is of the water and the Spirit. And that's why Peter says in Acts 2, as they was pricked in their hearts, and they said unto him, Men and brethren, what shall we do? Then Peter said unto them, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost, for the promises to you and to your children and to all that are far off, even as many as the Lord our God shall call. With many other words did he testify and exalt, saying, Save yourselves from this untowards generation. And they that gladly received his word was baptized, and they were added unto them the same day about 3,000 souls, and they continued steadfast in the apostles' doctrine, fellowship, and breaking of bread, and prayers. So my question, are you born again? Are you born of incorruptible seed, the word of God? If you've never obeyed the gospel, the death, the burial, the resurrection of Jesus Christ, and you have not been born again of incorruptible seed. You see, on the third day, when Jesus created, amen, the world, amen, you notice in creation, the seed was in the fruit, and the fruit was in the seed, amen. That means, amen, if God is in you, then you should be reproducing the fruit of the Spirit. Love should be in you. Joy should be in you. Peace should be in you. Long 
long-suffering should be in you. Gentleness should be in you. Goodness should be in you. Faith, uh, meekness, temperance uh, should be in you. Because the seed is in the fruit, uh, and the fruit uh, is in the seed. And Jesus says, I will be in you, and I will dwell in you, and I will take up residence in you. So my question to you, are you born again of incorruptible seed by the Word of God? Your life should be a reflection of the Word of God. Your life should be a reflection of Jesus Christ if you say, I am born again. Because in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by Him, and without Him was not anything made that was made. In Him was life, and the life was the light of men. And the light shineth in the darkness, and the darkness comprehended it not. And the Word was made flesh and dwelt amongst us, and we beheld His glory, the glory of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. Are you born again of the incorruptible seed? Jesus said in Luke chapter 8, verse 5, A story went out to sow his seed. And as he sowed, some fell by the wayside. And it was trodden down, and the fowls of the air devoured it. Springtime come. You want to see this scripture reproduce? Watch springtime come when the farmers goes out in the field and start getting ready to plant his seed. I mean, birds come from everywhere. <laughs> I mean... You see birds, I mean, when I was a kid, we lived 15 miles from the ocean. And the fields would be full of seagulls. It's like they smelled it, you know. And even though, we, you know, you, you, you stomp it down and you plant it and you cover it up, they still come, the crows, the, I mean, everything, they're out there. They're just getting to try to get the seed before it gets a chance. That's the way Satan does. Amen. As soon as you hear the word of God, he's going to try to distract you to try to steal it away. See, you, you've got to make sure that you are alert and stay alert so that you hear. Amen. So that you can capture what God's word is saying so that you will be able to grow. And he goes on to verse 6, and some fell upon rocks. Uh, and as soon as it sprung up, it withered away because it liked moisture. Amen. Notice it didn't have any moisture. Something is blocking it. And some fell among thorns, and the thorns sprang up with it and choked it. And other fell on good ground and sprang up and bare fruit a hundredfold. And when he had said these things, he cried, He that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit is saying to the church. God says, listen to what I'm trying to tell you here. He says, the sower is sowing the seed. Amen. The minister is bringing you the word of God, the incorruptible seed. But the enemy is going to try to take it away from you. If you don't stay grounded and rooted, amen, and morse with the Holy Ghost, the living water that Jesus says, I will be in you. You've got to have a double dose of the Holy Ghost constantly. Amen. You 
you need to stir that gift up that is in you. You need to keep it going. You need to keep yourself motivated. Uh, you need to be wet with the Holy Ghost. Uh, amen. You need to be that living water that people drink and never thirst uh, again. You've got to be morsed uh, constantly. Amen. You need to make sure there's nothing blocking in your life. Amen. All unforgiveness should be gone. Uh, all bitterness, all hate, uh, all racism, everything uh, that you may have had before in life uh, should be out of there by now. If you've been born again uh, of the incorruptible seed, uh, amen, because all that mess uh, from before is from the corruptible seed, uh, Satan's seed. That's what was in us, uh, amen. But Jesus came uh, and he delivered us, uh, amen. He set me free. He broke the bars of prison for me and I'm glory bound my Jesus to see glory to God he set me free amen I praise God Luke chapter 8 verse 9 and his disciples asked him saying what might this parable be at verse 10, and he said, unto you is given to know the mysteries of the kingdom of God. Paul says the kingdom of God is not meat and drink, but is righteousness, is peace, and is joy in the Holy Ghost. Amen. So we are to know the mysteries, the things that are hidden. Amen. Paul says, I have not seen and ear have not heard the things which God has prepared for them that love him, but he's revealed it to us by by spirit. That's why you need to keep the spirit motivated and lifted up inside of you. Because God will reveal hidden things to you. And without controversy, great is the mystery of godliness. God was manifested in the flesh, justified in the spirit, seen of angels, preached to the Gentiles, believed on in the world, and received back up in the glory. John said, that which which was from the beginning, which we have heard, which we have seen, which we have looked upon, and our hands have handled of the word of life, for the word life was manifested, and we have heard and seen it, and declare unto you that you may have joy with us. Amen. This is the message that we have heard of him, and declare unto you that God is light, and in him is no darkness at all. We need to know the mystery of the kingdom of God. Now the parable, verse 11, is this. The seed is the word of God. Those by the wayside are they that hear, then come at the devil and take away the word out of their hearts, lest they should believe and be saved. They on the rock are they which, when they have heard, receive the word with joy, and these have no root, which are for a while believe, and in times of temptation fall away. See, temptation should not cause a person that is born again to fall away. It shouldn't. Say, are you born again by the word of God? And they which fell among thorns are they which, when they have heard, go forth and choke with cares and riches and pleasures of this life and bring no fruit to perfection. But they that own 
the good ground are they which with an honest and good heart, having heard the word, keep it and bring forth fruit with patience. Amen. Amen. He that hath an ear, let him hear. Amen. The word of God is incorruptible. Paul says it's immortal, invisible, eternal, everlasting. He says to Timothy in 1 Timothy 1.15, this is a faithful saying and worthy of all acceptation that Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners of whom I am chief. Howbeit for this cause I obtain mercy that in me first Jesus Christ might show forth all long suffering for a pattern to them which hereafter believed on him to everlasting life. Now unto the king eternal, immortal, invisible, the only wise God God be honor and glory forever and ever. Amen. That means he's incorruptible. He's everlasting. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my word will not pass away. The word of God isn't going any place. And if you've been born again of the incorruptible seed, you're not going any place no matter what comes against you no matter how many trials no matter how many temptations come against you if you've been born again of the incorruptible seed know this there's no weapon formed against you shall prosper and every tongue that rise against you in judgment you shall condemn for that is the heritage of the children of the Lord of the right Righteousness is of me, said God. There's no temptation taking you, but such is common to man. But God is faithful, who will not allow you to be tempted above that which you are able. But with the temptation, always make a way of escape. And watch that escape route. Come unto me, all ye that are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and you shall find rest unto your soul, for my yoke is easy and my burdens are light. Are you born again of corruptible seed or incorruptible? I pray he's incorruptible. Praise God, because that's going to last. Forever. David says, Thy word have I hidden in my heart that I will not sin against thee. Paul right into the church in Romans chapter 10, starting verse 8. He says, But what saith the word is nigh thee, and even in thy mouth and in thy heart, that is the word of faith which we preach. Now, what Paul did right there. All he did was reach back to Deuteronomy chapter 30, verse 14. And he pulled out what Moses said. Let me read it to you. Deuteronomy 30, chapter 14. I meant verse 14. Maybe if my wife beat me, get me to it. <laughs> hey, she's got it already. But the word is very nigh unto thee, in thy mouth and in thy heart, that thou mayest do it. Verse 15. 
See, I have set before thee this day life and good, death and evil. Amen. In that I command thee this day to love the Lord thy God, to walk in his ways, and to keep his commandments and his statutes and his judgments, that thou mayest live and multiply, and the Lord thy God shall bless thee and the land whether thou goest to possess it. Amen. Notice, he gives it, all Paul does is reach by it to what Moses said. The word is nigh. God is as close as the mention of his name. Amen. You can be born again of the incorruptible seed. That's why the psalmist says, Seek ye the Lord, why he may be found. Call upon him while he is near. Let the wicked forsake his way, and the unrighteous man his thoughts. And let him return unto the Lord, and he shall have mercy and abundantly pardon. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, and neither are my ways your ways, saith the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. For as the rain comes down from heaven, and watereth the earth, and turn not thither, but maketh it bud, that it may give seed to the sower, and bread to the eater. So shall my word be, which goeth forth out of my mouth. It shall not return unto me void, but shall accomplish that whereunto I send. And it shall prosper whereunto the things which I please. And you shall go out with joy, and shall be led forth with peace in the mountains. And the hills shall break forth in the singing. And all the trees of the field shall clap their hands. And a shed of the thorns shall come up the fir tree. Instead of the briar shall come up the murder tree, and it shall be for a sign unto the Lord and for a name that shall never be cut off. You will never be cut off. The word is nigh thee. I am as close as the mention of my name. It is in thy mouth. The word of faith which we preach, which is the gospel of Jesus Christ. Then Peter says, repent that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth, uh, the Lord Jesus, and shall believe in thy heart uh, that God has raised him from the dead. Uh, thou shalt be saved. Uh, for with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, uh, and with the mouth confession uh, is made it unto salvation. Uh, for the Scripture says, uh, "Who says shall believe it on him shall not be ashamed." Uh, for there's no difference uh, between the Jew and the Greek. Uh, for the same Lord uh, over all is rich unto all that call upon him. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. How then shall they call on him and whom they have not believed? And how shall they believe in him and whom they have not heard? And how shall they hear without a preacher? And how shall they preach except they be sent as it is written? How beautiful of the feet of them that preach the gospel of peace and bring glad tidings of good things, but they have not all obeyed the gospel. For Isaiah said, Lord, who have believed our report? And to whom is the arm of the Lord revealed? For he 
Christ must grow up as a tender branch and as a root out of dry ground. He has no form of comeliness, and there's no beauty we should desire when we see him. He is despised, and we esteem him not. Surely we have borne our grief and carried our sorrows, and we did esteem him smitten and stricken of God and afflicted, but he was wounded for our transgressions, bruised for our iniquities, and the chastisement of our peace is upon him, and with his stripes we are healed. So then faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. That's why Jesus says, he that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit is saying unto the church. The way of salvation is plain and easy when you believe the Word of God. You make it hard. The ways of a transgressor is hard. Praise God. You've got to make sure that you are born again of the water and the Spirit. Paul writing to the church of Galatia in the third chapter, 14th verse, that the blessings of Abraham might come on the Gentiles through Jesus Christ, that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. Verse 16, now to Abraham and his seed were the promise made. He said, not to seeds as of many, but as of one, and thy seed, which is Christ. Jesus is the seed because he's the word. See, so that's why you've got to be born by the word of God. The new way, repentance, baptism in Jesus' name, and it filled with the Holy Ghost. Notice verse 26, for, is, for you are all the children of God by faith in Christ Jesus. For as many of you as have been baptized into Christ, you put on Christ. There is neither Jew nor Greek. There is neither bond nor free. There is neither male nor female. For you are all one in Christ Jesus. And if you be Christ's, then are you Abraham's seed and your heir according to the promise. Praise God. Are you born again of the incorruptible seed? Heaven and earth is going to pass away. But my word will not destroy. That's why James tells us in James 1, he said, don't be just a hearer of God's word. You've got to be a doer of God's word. Amen. Pure religion and undefiled before God and the Father is this, to visit the widows and orphans and keep yourself unspotted from the world. Amen. You can be born again of incorruptible seed, and it will show. And you could be born again of corruptible seed, and it's going to show. Remember what Jesus told the guys? He said, you are of your father, the devil, <laughs> and his works you will do. Amen. But God's word is incorruptible. It's immortal. It's eternal. It's everlasting. Amen. Forever, Psalms 119, verse 89. Forever, O oh Lord, thy word is established in heaven. When you look at Scripture, everybody that's born again is born again by the word of God. 
That's why on the day of Pentecost, Peter preached Jesus. You look at Acts 8. When Philip went down to Samaria, he didn't go down there and preach Philip. He went and preached Christ. And they that believed and heard the word was baptized. And when James, I mean, when the disciples, Peter and John, came down and prayed for them, they received the Holy Ghost. And when Simon saw that the giving of the Holy Ghost was done by laying on a hand, he tried to buy it. Notice, all they did was preach Jesus. When the Spirit drew Philip into the wilderness, and it drew him to the chariot, amen, of the eunuch. What was the eunuch doing? He was reading the book. He was reading the Word of God. And Philip drew to him, and he says, you understandest what thou readest? And he said, how shall I, except some man should guide me? And he started at the same Scripture. And the Bible says he preached Jesus to him. Amen. That's what the Word of God is, is Jesus Christ. Amen. Praise God. And as a result, the eunuch says, here's water. What that hindered me to be baptized? Amen. He preached Jesus Christ to them. When you look at Acts 9, Amen. At Paul's conversion, when Paul says, Lord, who art thou? He says, I'm Jesus, whom you are persecuted. It's hard to kick against the pricks. And when Ananias is sent to Paul, he walks in. He says, Brother Saul, the Lord Jesus, who appeared to you along the way, have sent me that you might receive your sight and be baptized. Amen. Ananias preached to him, Peter. I meant Jesus. Amen. In Acts 16, when Paul, amen goes into Macedonia and even though they're beaten and cast into prison, amen, when the jailer called for light and they bring him out, what do they do? They preach Jesus Christ unto them, amen. In Acts 19, when Paul comes upon some of John the Baptist's disciples, he said unto them, have you received the Holy Ghost since you believe? They say, we have not so much as heard whether they're be any Holy Ghost. He said unto them, how were you baptized? And they says, John's baptism. He says, John baptized with the baptism of repentance said they shall believe on him who shall come after which was Christ Jesus. Now when they heard this they was baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And when Paul laid his hands on them, they received the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit of God gave the utterance. See, Jesus Christ is the Word of God. It is the incorruptible seed. And that's the only way you can be born again. Paul says in First Corinthians 15, As we have bore the image of the earthly, we must bear the image of the heavenly. For the first Adam is of the earth. He's earthly. But the second Adam is the Lord Jesus Christ from heaven, and we must be like Him. Amen. Because the fruit is in the seed, and the seed is in the fruit. Praise God. Are you born again of corruptible seed or incorruptible seed? Incorruptible seed is power. It's strength. It's steadfastness. It's boldness. It's humbleness of mind. It's forgiveness. It's prayer. It's giving. It's spiritual reproduction. Amen. Likeness of Christ as a pattern 
Amen. Set before. But incorruptible. But corruptible seed is seed that is fearful. It's seed that is despondent. It's the seed that's liars and non-committed, gossipers, unforgiving hearts. That's that corruptible seed. Amen. But you are born again of incorruptible. Jesus Christ in him is no God. Neither is sin found in him. Are you born again of that incorruptible seed? That liveth and abideth forever, which is Jesus Christ. If you're living your life according to his word, then you are born again of the incorruptible seed. But if not, fruit bear witness. What did Jesus say? You will know them by their fruit. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for your word. Born again, there has been a change in me. Born again, just like Jesus said. Born again and all because of Calvary. I'm so glad that I've been born again. Born again, there has been a change in me. Born again, just like Jesus said. Born again and all because of Calvary. I'm so glad that I've been born again. Aren't you glad you've been born again? Oh, born again, there has been a change in me. Born again, just like Jesus said. Born again and all because of Calvary. I'm so glad that I've been born again. Oh, born again, there has been a change in me. Born again, just like Jesus said. Born again and all because of Calvary. I'm so glad that I've been born again. Aren't you glad that?